from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Father Hank Van Meyl, and our homilist today is Deacon Robert Kinghorn. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from Mount Forest, Ontario. This Mass is offered for health and healing, peace within the family, and the return to the faith for deceased family and relatives, and in thanksgiving for blessings received. On behalf of all who are gathered for this sacred celebration, we thank our donor for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And as we have placed ourselves again before the Lord, realizing that we're broken and that every breath belongs to God. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. And let us pray. We invoke your mercy and humble prayer, O Lord, that you may cause us, your servants, corrected by penance and schooled by good works, to preserve sincerely in your commands and come safely to the Paschal festivals, festivities. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. After the Lord God had finished giving the tablets of the covenant to Moses on Mount Sinai, the Lord said to Moses, Go down at once. Your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have acted perversely. They have been quick to turn aside from the way that I commanded them. They have cast for themselves an image of a calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, how stiff-necked they are. Now let me alone, so that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them. And of you I will make a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord, his God, and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, with great power and with a mighty hand. Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out of the, to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your free, fierce wrath, change your mind, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, how you swore to them by your own self, saying to them, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have promised, I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he had planned to bring on his people. The word of the Lord. 
Lord, remember us for the love you bear your people. Lord, remember us for the love you bear your people. Our ancestors made a calf at Horeb and worshipped a cast image. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. Lord, remember us for the love you bear your people. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. Lord, remember us for the love you bear your people. Therefore, God said he would destroy them. Had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to turn away his wrath from destroying them? Lord, remember us for the to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. God loved the world so much, he gave us his only Son that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. God be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jewish leaders were seeking to kill Jesus because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but was also calling God his Father, thereby making himself equal to God. Jesus said to them, If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies on my behalf, and I know that his testimony is true. You sent messengers to John, and he testified to the truth. Not that I accept such human testimony, 
but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for him a while in his light. But I have testimony greater than John's, the works that the Father has given me to complete, the very works that I am doing. Testify on my behalf, and these works show that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified on my behalf. You have never heard his voice or seen his form, and you do not have his word abiding in you, because you do not believe him whom he has sent. You search the Scriptures, because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that testify on my behalf. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If another comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe when you accept glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the one who alone is God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom you have set your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know if you've ever thought about making a movie of your life. I don't mean one of these short little five-minute things, but a, an extravaganza, a 90-minute movie of your life. You could even choose the main actor or actress in the movie. So there you are. You make the movie of your childhood, growing up, teenage years, adolescence, and your life up until now. And then you go to your hometown. It's opening night. You are going to be the star of the show. And the people are all in the theater waiting to see it, and you've got your celebrity seat. What rating do you think the movie would have? <laughs> would it be family viewing? Or maybe it'd be a little bit restricted. But then when the movie's over, you start hearing what people are saying about it. But there's only one person that you want to hear from, and that is Jesus who's watching it with you. What would you ask of Jesus at that moment? Would you ask for justice in your life? Or would you ask for mercy? I think I would ask for mercy. <laughs> so today is about mercy and justice in these readings. We heard about Moses going up the mountain to be with Jesus, the mountain where he'd received the Ten Commandments, and the mountain where he came face to face with the Lord of Israel that had brought the people out of exile, had saved them so many times through the Red Sea, through uh, the Passover, through giving them food in the desert, and yet people kept turning against him. But he was in this great presence of God. And then God said to him, look at the people now. They're in the valley, and they've turned against me again. They've even made this golden calf, and they're worshiping it. 
Imagine worshiping something we've made ourselves. And then Moses started pleading with God. Moses was saying, don't show them justice, please show them mercy. And it says God relented and showed the great divine mercy for his people. You know, I don't know if you know Bono, the lead singer of U2, but there's a story, he was been interviewed once, and the, the interviewer said to him, you've done a lot of good things in your life, and you've had a, a good life. Do you believe in karma? It's because of the things you've done, you have some good coming back. And Bono, who's a Christian, said, no, I, I don't believe in karma because I'm a Christian. If I believed in karma, I wouldn't have a bad life because I've done a lot of bad things in my life. But I believe in the grace and mercy of Jesus. That's what I believe in. That's why I know I will be saved. You know, sometimes I think we think about karma as well. As we look back in our, the movie of our life, and say, well, maybe if I didn't do this, things wouldn't have happened like this. Maybe I wouldn't be sick. Maybe whatever it is in life. But we don't believe in karma. We believe in grace. And sometimes we even feel we've taken the wrong path in life. We've taken this path instead of this path. And we say, how can we ever get back? Yet it's the great mercy of Jesus that we trust in. And we remember the forgiveness and mercy and healing of Jesus. This is what these readings are about. Because in the gospel, we heard how Jesus took this man. He'd been waiting for 38 years to be healed. And Jesus brought him to the healing waters and healed the man. That's what happened just before this reading today. And that's why the accusers, the people, leaders of Israel, were saying, you shouldn't do this. It's a Sabbath. And yet Jesus said, what I've come for is mercy. And this reading today we heard in the gospel is perhaps the clearest indication of Jesus saying, I have come from my Father. The Father and I are one. I am my Father's mercy personified. So you see, this is what we get from Jesus, this beautiful mercy. When we look at our life and we wonder about things, we always look to Jesus, and we know we have this mercy there. You know, Jesus in his life took all of the failings, all of the hurts in our life on his shoulders, and he took them to the cross. That's why we can trust in Jesus for everything. And this Eucharist we're celebrating today, it reminds us that God never gives up on us. This Eucharist that we're celebrating reminds that we can always come to Jesus. He is here to protect us, to strengthen us. When our faith maybe is, is starting to falter a little bit, like a people of Israel, God will always bring us back with his great mercy and this beautiful gift of the Eucharist. And John, in this uh, reading as well today, in an earlier passage, reminded us this great reading we see so often in sports events. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He didn't come to judge the world, but the world he came will be saved through him. This is what the readings are about today. The 
great mercy of God, the mercy for you, the mercy for me, for mercy for everyone. And so let, let us bring our prayers to our merciful Father, that through Jesus, his Son, he will look after all of our needs. For those who justify murder and hate in the world, that their hearts will recognize the mercy of God in their own lives and so become people of mercy. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our For those who are addicted and find it hard to face each day, that they will find a loving friend to walk with them and to support them in their journey. We pray to the Lord. For all who feel imprisoned by being isolated and alone, that they will feel the presence of Jesus in their own prayers and through the presence and prayers of others, we pray to the Lord. Lord Loving God, be with your church, with the Holy Father, our bishops, priests, and deacons, and with all your people, especially in places where the gift of the Mass is not currently available. Today, as we come together as a community from many different countries, we ask for your guidance in these difficult times. We pray to the Lord. Lord and for all of those in the Daily Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, and spirit, that they will find relief and healing through our Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, your Son Jesus came to bring abundant life. Grant, as we hear his words and receive him in the Eucharist, we may follow his way of mercy and service in our daily lives. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become for us a spiritual drink. Humble spirit and contrite heart may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may your sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquities, cleanse me of my sins. Thank you. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father, Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that what we offer in sacrifice may cleanse us in our frailty from every evil and always grant us your protection through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts that freed from disordered affection, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held this worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis or Pope, Thomas or Bishop, the Canadian bishops, the clergy, and the entire people you have called your own. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, O oh, Father, who are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, power, and the glory. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Let us share with one another a sign of Christ's peace. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And may the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. And let us pray. May the sacrament we have received purify us, we pray, O Lord, and grant your servants freedom of all blame, that those bound by a guilty conscience may glory in the fullness of the heavenly remedy through Christ, O Lord. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.
glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. If you're interested in making monthly donations using the pre-authorized checking method, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details. Uh -huh. 